This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, on to music of a different sort now, and that's jazz music. The Albany Street Jazz Loft new venue in town is welcoming the Duncan Haynes Trio on Friday next week. Uh, we're going to take an opportunity now with Karen Reed and with Duncan Haynes to find out more about this event. Uh, Morena, um, Karen, it's great to have you with us, and uh, Duncan also. Yes, lovely to be here, Jeff. Hi, Duncan. Likewise. Hi. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Karen, we'll start with you because this is an exciting new venture, the Albany Street yes. Jazz Loft. Tell us about how this came to be. Oh, gosh, long story. Can I give you the abridged version? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so it's under the umbrella of the Dunedin Jazz Cabaret and Performing Arts Trust. And um, so putting on events such as the Albany Street Jazz Loft is um, part of the culpopper of, of the Trust's purposes. Um, and I had been away various places overseas and up in Wellington and back down in Dunedin I thought mm, I'd quite like to have some wonderful jazz come come to Dunedin and how are we going to do that so um, long story short uh, the upstairs space at the Playhouse Theatre kind of presented itself and I thought let's give that a go. Um, the upstairs space at the Playhouse Theatre I didn't even know it existed. So there <laughs> no, we go. lots of people say that. Yeah. Um, so that, um, it sounds like a, a, an intimate kind of venue that you would want for a jazz. Totally. Uh, event. Yeah. It's just the right size. I, I think. I hope. Anyway. And it's uh, in a quirky Dunedin space. Um, yeah, a little humble space. Nothing too fancy. Sorry, Duncan. Nothing too fancy. <laughs> Duncan, let, let's bring you in. Well, speaking of humble spaces, uh, what an amazing career! Your music has taken you literally all over the world uh, and here you are back uh, in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, what brought you back? Uh, that was a combination of COVID was our factor but also family things and uh, honestly I've been away 20 years living in lots of different countries and I felt always felt in the back of my mind that there was going to be a moment when I knew that it was the right time. And uh, that moment presented itself, and here I am. You uh, were. And, uh, I'm happy to have uh, the next phase of my life here. You were a student uh, at Wellington's Massey School of Jazz back in the 90s, uh, and was. you spent a bit of time here. Um, uh, you did some arrangements for the likes of uh, some recordings from Big Runga and, and others. You've um, then decided to, to take off and explore the world. And, and if you can cast your mind back to that time, what, what was that decision about? Um, I think it was a sort of... I am a bit of an adventurer by spirit. I'm always looking for new challenges. Um, and I think I felt slightly isolated here. Um, at the time, this is pre-YouTube, uh, for example, you know, I mean, it's, it's quite a different world now, it's pre-social media, um, so I felt like I needed to go and be on the ground and have challenges in, of other musics with other people, um, you really had to do that physically um, at that time, now this access to so much more information and uh, our world at home is so much richer than it was then, um, but it's, yeah, I, I keep taking on challenges and uh, I've ended up um, moving to Peru not on a whim but with not too much pre-planning not speaking any Spanish and then ending up teaching at university <laughs> in Spanish and learning the you know lots of Latin American music there 
deciding to move uh, with the whole family to France, not really speaking any French, any of us. Um, it just challenges adventure, you know. Um, I insert here a, a cliche around the universal language of, of music, but there is something in that, isn't there? That's, yeah, certainly. That's been, uh, like, if I've been trying to stumble through uh, teaching French to, to a group of people, they've been very nice to me because they we can speak the same language, which is music for sure. Your um, time overseas has seen you involved in many collaborations. Tell us about some of the artists you've worked in and some of the venues you'd be most proud to play. Uh, yeah, so uh, my first couple of albums that I recorded uh, over in Europe, one in, in Hungary and one in London, were actually with uh, Matthew Mitchell, who I met here in Wellington. He's a Kiwi who moved over there, a bit of an adventuring spirit as well. Um, I recorded a trio album with some British guys in London, um, a free jazz album with some Portuguese guys in Holland, of course, uh, and uh, a sort of trio with a guitarist and a singer from Peru um, while I was there, um, as well as uh, various being a sideman on various different people's albums. Um, this um, collaboration that you're doing now, the Duncan Haynes Trio, tell us about the format of that and um, the styles you're exploring. Um, so that's, uh, on, on drums is Mark Lockett, who I know from the late 90s. We used to play a lot um, before we both went out our, our other ways. Um, and uh, it's been a pleasure to come back and, and find him here again uh, and uh, having... Uh, lived in New York for years, lived in Melbourne for years, and New York for years, and played. Um, and uh, young bass player Seth Boy, who's really talented, um, it's a great pleasure to play with the two mm. of them. Um, the music is, it's all my original music. Uh, it comes from, from jazz and improvised music. It's got a hint of classical in it that I like, and various different things. Um, but the, the whole spirit of it is based around um, improvisation uh, and uh, really reacting to one another in the moment and engaging the audience in that, in that process so that the audience is another member of the group uh, because we play differently depending on what happens on the day and what happens in the room and how it feels. Um, the, the last couple of gigs that I've, uh, I've done uh, with, with my groups here since I've been back, I've been really lucky that they've been sold out. We've had standing ovations and people cheering and things, which is not necessarily what you'd expect of sort of uh, abstract contemporary jazz. But uh, it's proof that, that just really uh, trying to be engaging and get people into the process is, is uh, that's, that's the point of the music for me. Karen, um, this is an important night for for you for the Albany Street Jazz yes. Loft. Um, tell us ab about the decision to bring Duncan in. Well, it was a, a wish list um, actually, and I'm so glad to hear that you had that adventurous spirit, Duncan, to take up the challenge to come south. Um, yeah, it was my wish list that uh, Duncan came because I saw him earlier in the year up in Wellington uh, perform with Mark and Seth his original mu music and um, it's just stunning music and I want Dunedin to hear that We are 
going through something of a renaissance in terms of jazz music and performance opportunities in the city at the moment? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think um, well, part of the culpa of the aesthetic, the curatorial aesthetic of the Albany Street Jazz Loft is to bring some more innovative, cutting edge, if you like, um, crossover, boundary pushing, all those words. Something that Dunedin's not necessarily um, likely to hear much or have heard at all. So that's that's my passion to contribute to that in the city. And uh, are we likely to see regular events, uh, sporadic? How are you, go- how are you planning to make it work? Hopefully if we get audiences, because there's, you know, overheads, etc., etc., and bringing people from out of the city, there's additional costs. So um, we've been fundraising, um, and also, you know, there's ticketed, so that helps to offset some of the, um, the costs. Um, so hopefully about once a month, yeah. Uh, Duncan, have you had an opportunity to kind of take the temperature of the jazz scene in uh, Aotearoa since you've come back? A, a little. I haven't managed to, to travel around very much, but I've been really uh, happily surprised to see how rich it is and uh, how much deeper it's got since since I left. Um, there have been many generations of, of people coming through and... Uh, there are loads of people that are, have developed into wonderful artists. The young guys that are coming through have uh, much more exposure and uh, uh, much more of the language and have absorbed much more of the, of the tradition than I had um, when I was their age. So it's, it's really great. It's been inspiring. Um, that's one of the reasons that uh, I thought, well, oh, okay, I have to make my own my own way I'm, uh, here and create more opportunities and draw more people in to use these musicians and uh, widen the audience for what's, uh, what's uh, great musicians and great music that's going on. What about performance opportunities? Do you feel that jazz is supported by venues around the country? I'm going to find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I, I think so. Um, uh, I've been a bit inspired by... Uh, um, people like Mark, uh, who set up the Wellington Jazz Corporation when he mm. came back, and, and Karen with, with this initiative, which is uh, wonderful. Um, uh, instead of looking at it like a zero-sum game, they're um, wanting to uh, spread the, the net wider and draw more people in, people that don't necessarily think they like jazz or, or know what it is or think that it's too arcane or something, but if they come along to a concert, um, and bump into it live. Like, oh, I really liked that. That was a great experience. Um, so uh, I'm looking at it in a, in a way of trying to trying to connect more with with that rather than just a, a small base of hardcore jazz fans. Um, but the, you know the wider community and, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out on um, in, in the Te Waipounamu next week. Well, Duncan Haynes Trio performing at Albany Street Jazz Loft next Friday. Karen, give us details. Um, well, if people want to come along, I recommend going to Eventbrite, duncanhaynestrio.eventbrite.co.nz, and you can easily purchase tickets there. There's $20 or 15 for students. Um, yeah, being quick, because I'm, I'm thinking that this will sell out. Um, there may be some door sales, I'm not sure. 
Well, uh, for the sake of uh, the launch, let's hope not. Let's hope you can put up the, f- the sold-out sign I'd uh, several that. days ahead. That'd I'd be love lovely, that. Wouldn't it? And then that would be lovely for my friends who are coming to visit the cold south. It's not really that cold. <laughs> Fantastic um, uh, new venture here in Aotearoa, Dunedin. Uh, Duncan, thank you for joining us on the program. I look forward to <clears throat> welcoming you to the city on Friday next week. And Karen, thank you for coming and telling us about this great new initiative. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much. Look forward to meeting you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.